Are you obsessed with Los Angeles? Head over heels in love with the City of Angels? Well, this is the podcast for you. At Lifehacks LA, we hack the best in arts, eats, and activities in Los Angeles. So join us and become an LA hacker. Baby, baby. Hey, what's up, LA hackers? It's Stefan from Lifehacks LA, the spot where we hack the best of the City of Los Angeles. And in this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about summer in Los Angeles. So of course, summer is one of my favorite times of year, and that's why I'm really excited about this episode. What I realized about the summer in Los Angeles is there's so much to do, of course, everyone's out, everyone's happy. Summer is the time when everyone's taking advantage of all the amazing activities we have. But a lot of these things that are kind of like iconic LA summer things, I think that in my case anyway, you tend to do it once or twice. And then if you live here in Los Angeles, that is, you tend to do it once or twice. And then years might go by before you go back and do it again. And so that's why I decided to make a summer bucket list. It's 2019 right now. And I am going to make sure that I do at least one of these things. Now, most of them, if not all of them, I've done before in the time that I've lived in Los Angeles. But I want to do them again because I, you know, I haven't done them in so long or, or I, you know, someone might don't even recall the experience too well because it's been so long. But I think that we can all do that. I think a lot of times you don't do something like if you write something down, then you're more likely to do it. So what I did is I took a calendar, got together with my family and myself and we said, okay, what are we going to make sure that we do this summer? And then we just went ahead and wrote it in the calendar and that way, you know, we're not going to look up three months from now and summer will be over and we missed all these things. Because, you know, a lot of times the, the days just tend to bleed together. Next thing you know, the summer's over. Anyway, I, rec I recommend you do the same. And to help give you some ideas, I'm going to read off my summer bucket list of the things that I want to get done this summer. Okay, number one is to hike to the Hollywood sign. So I, of course, have done the hike to the Hollywood sign multiple times, but I was thinking about it the other day because I was making a, a um, Instagram post about it. You know, we do a daily Instagram post of recommending what to do in Los Angeles. And this one was to hike behind the Hollywood sign, which is, if you haven't done it, it's a pretty epic view of behind the Hollywood sign. You get some great pictures and it's a good hike. But um, in any, in any rate... Um, I just realized, hey, I haven't done that in years. So I want to make sure that I do the uh, Hollywood sign hike this year because it's been many years since I've done it. And um, from my understanding, they've changed a few things. I uh, used to be able to park at Sunset Ranch, and that was the quickest way to get behind the Hollywood sign. But now apparently those pesky homeowners don't want people uh, trekking through their, uh, their neighborhood, so they've closed it off. And uh, you can just Google hike behind the Hollywood sign 2019 and there's some great articles in there about how to how to get up there the the new way you want to be careful with Google Maps because it takes you far from the trail that takes you behind the Hollywood sign if that's the one you want but anyway number one hike to the Hollywood sign gonna do that this summer at some point okay number two is a really good one something I've done a few times but again it's been years since I've done it and that is take a day trip to Catalina Island. So I remember when I first moved to Los Angeles, that was one of the first things I did. I mean, I was like, oh, Catalina Island. It just sounded so incredible. 
and um, we took that ferry over there, or I don't know what they call it, commuter boat, whatever they call it. But anyway, it's a short, it's a short ride, and you can take it from either downtown, downtown Long Beach or the San Pedro waterfront. And used to be able to take it from Marina Del Rey. Not 100% sure if they still have that, but I believe that's where I took it the first time. But if you haven't been, Catalina's, you know, it's very beautiful. And there's not a ton to do because it's a very small island. So you could really go there for one night and have a really good time and see most of it. But they have all kinds of activities up there. They have snorkeling. Um, I like snorkeling, but I haven't done snorkeling there. Uh, they have buffalo on one side of the island. So you can get like a golf cart and go check out the buffalo. I did do that. And they also have amazing zip lining there. Um, so the last time I was in Catalina, that's what we went there for. We went for the zip lining. It was incredible. So it was a lot of fun. And if you're not into any of those activities, you can just go out and go to the bar and have a drink and enjoy that beautiful view of Catalina. And this time you're going to be looking at Los Angeles from Catalina instead of always looking at Catalina from Los Angeles. So anyway, number two is Catalina Island. We'll be adding that to my summer bucket list. Number three is to go to a Dodger game. Now, there's nothing says summer like in L.A. like a Dodger game. I mean, it's quintessential summer classic is going to a Dodger game. The last Dodger game I went to was in 2017. I was actually lucky enough to go to game seven. We were so excited. Uh, me and my friend, we were like, okay, we got to go. We don't care how much it costs because it's historic and you, you can go back and look and say I was at game seven. Unfortunately, for those of you that remember that game, it was one of the worst games I've ever seen. It was really bad. Like the Dodgers were out of it in the first inning. Whole game was awful. And I haven't been back to a Dodger game since. But I want to go this summer because, like I said, that's just such a classic L.A. summer thing to do. And um, I'd like to go back and check it out. I'd also like to go on a Friday night when they have the fireworks. I've never done that. I've posted about it, suggested it, but I've actually never done that. So I'm going to try to plan it. For sure going to go to a Dodger game this summer, but I'm going to try to plan it on one of those Friday nights. Okay, so number four on my list is have a drink at a rooftop bar, um, preferably in downtown Los Angeles. So this is something I recommend a lot on my account as well. And, you know, I have, to be fair, it's not something that I, um, it's something that I've done, you know, a lot. But um, I just want to make a point of it, add it to my summer bucket list to go to one of these really cool spots during the summer and um, go out there and have a drink. You know, there's lots of good rooftop bars all over Los Angeles and Hollywood. Um, but I want to specifically go to one of the ones in downtown Los Angeles. Like I was, the last rooftop bar I went to was Broken Shaker at the Freehand Hotel. It's kind of a really hip spot. But we went a few months ago and it was really windy and cold. So I was like, okay, I want to come back in the summer. Um, you know, when it's nice out, they've got that pool. And, uh, you know, some other ones is Perch. They don't have a pool, but that's a super classy um, place to have a cocktail on a rooftop bar downtown. Uh, the Nomad Hotel. And, you know, they've got others, Intercontinental. So just in downtown alone, they've got a bunch of awesome rooftop bars and what better time to go there than during the summer? And you know, even if you, and even better if it's a pool rooftop bar. But anyway, for my bucket list this year, I'm just going to keep it to specifically going to a cool downtown LA rooftop bar and having a drink. Maybe it'll be one with a pool. Maybe it won't be. 
Um, so that was number four. Number five is I'm going to go to Paradise Cove in Malibu this summer. Now, if you don't know what Paradise Cove is, it's the only beach in Los Angeles County that you're allowed to BYOB, meaning bring your own beer. Yes, they allow you to bring beer and wine. So you can literally bring your own cooler, bring it onto the beach, and drink on the beach, sand in the toes. And, you know, that's a big deal just because, like I said, it's the only place that allows it. Not only that, Paradise Cove is one of the, I mean, it's in Malibu. It's on the beach of Malibu, so it's one of the most beautiful places you can go. Um, I love this place. I've been there maybe through, I'd say four times, but it's been a couple years. And part of it is just because you really have to plan it out. I don't like to do anything that's a hassle. That's part of the reason why I created this account, the Axe account. And if you go to Paradise Cove, it, I'm not going to lie, it can be a bit of a hassle. So you have to go early. It opens at 8 a.m. during their peak season. But if you go later, it's a real. it can be a real pain because the parking is not fun. Um, you probably have to park out on the street, and then you'd have to walk down this great big hill to carry all your stuff if you go late. And then, you know, I don't mind going anywhere early, but it's there. It's a little different just because you have to go so far to get to Malibu. And when you're there early, it's not that sunny yet. So if you're there at 8 or 9 a.m., you have to wait a few hours for the sun to come out and get warm enough for you to enjoy the water. So... So it is, it is a little bit of a hassle, but it's totally worth it. It's such a beautiful place. Um, like I said, parking's kind of a hassle. Their parking lot's not that big, and it's really expensive. But if you, here's a little hack for you. If you eat breakfast at, the, at their cafe or lunch or whatever, um, you get four hours free parking. Now, four hours isn't, you're going to want to spend all day here. So there's that but you know just know that you have the option the other option is like i said you can park way up on the street and you have to walk all the way down i've never done it i would not recommend it because i think a lot of people do it to save money in the parking because the parking is like crazy like 45 bucks or something without that if you don't eat breakfast and you just pay for the parking but i mean if you have four people with you have them all kick in ten dollars because that's better than this hill is massive the hill that you have to walk up and down and bring all your stuff if you're bringing all your beer and wine, then, you know, it's not going to be fun to have to bring all that down. But they don't allow hard alcohol. They only allow beer and wine. But it's it's so awesome. It's a beautiful place. I will be going to Paradise Cove in Malibu, summer 2019, bucket list, baby, number five. Um, okay, so on to number six. I will be watching an outdoor movie at the Hollywood Cemetery or some other outdoor movie venue. Now, this one, there's a ton of outdoor movies now, and it's just become a, a whole thing, you know. Um, part of the, the charm or the fun of it is that they have it in these really cool locations. And I think the coolest one has got to be the Hollywood Cemetery. I mean, they literally show a movie in the legendary Hollywood Cemetery. Now, on the other hand, that's also one of the ones that's the biggest hassle if you don't live in that area, because I live in the South Bay. I have to drive all the way over there. And then, you know, it's so popular that it gets crowded early. But anyway, got to add it to my bucket list. I got to do it. I've been to the Hollywood Cemetery a few times, but I've never been there for a movie screening. So I'm going to add that to the list. And then I'll be going to an outdoor movie this year. For some reason, I didn't go to any last year that I can recall. I mean, I, the year before, I, I went to a bunch, but they have so many good ones. They've got um, Street Food Cinema, who throws movie events all over the city. They've got Eat, See, and Hear. And what they do is they throw them in these different cool places like 
Los Angeles Historic State Park downtown and, you know, places in Pasadena, just all these amazing places. And then you've got rooftop movies like the Melrose Rooftop, the Montalban Theater, and those are more based on the location, you know, just like it's cool to go see a movie on the rooftop of the Montalban Theater in Hollywood. So that was my number six for my summer 2019 bucket list. I'll be going to see an outdoor movie screening, whether it's on a rooftop or one of these big events that they have. Okay, number seven is stand-up paddleboarding, and specifically in Marina del Rey. So, I went, I'll tell you a quick story. I When I first moved to Los Angeles, the guy I worked with, my boss at the time, he was a um, pretty much an expert surfer. He had grown up in Hawaii and Southern California. He spent his whole life in one of those two places. And he's like, oh, you should, he asked me if I want to go surfing. I said, no, I don't know how to surf. And he said, well, why don't you stand up paddleboard? It's a little easier. I'm a pretty athletic guy, you know. So I said, sure. And, you know, he's an expert, so I figured he could he could show me. I mean, this guy was amazing. Like, he, like surfing to him was like walking to other people. He literally spent you know, half his life in the water. He When he wasn't at work, he was on the water. But anyway, he takes, so I, I meet him down. It was somewhere in, um, uh, Torrance or, or something like that. I wasn't that familiar with the area at the time, so I don't recall where it was. But I get out there. I try to stand up on the board. I fall down. And that was the next eight hours of my day. It was just getting up, falling down, getting up, falling down. And I don't quit, so <laughs> they had to drag me out of there. But I literally did not. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it in one shot. I was just up and down, up and down, up and down. So that was it for stand-up paddle boarding for me for a while. But then I discovered... Um, a different type of stand-up paddle boarding, which is on still water. So the ocean and still water, you know, like a lake or something like that, or a marina in this case, is night and day. The The ocean, I mean, you're just constantly getting jostled around. It's hard to even stand up. Um, but the first time I went to Marina del Rey, I didn't realize how easy it was, um, you know, compared to my past experience with the ocean. So I contacted an instructor for the first time, and um, this guy was amazing. His name is um, Wade, and he has a business called Stand Up with Wade. I haven't used him since. That was this is years and years ago. But I right before I recorded this podcast, I looked him up on Yelp, and he, you know, the guy's got five star reviews, and it looks like he's still operating after all these years. Um, but once I went with the first session with him, I was so comfortable that every time I went after, I just went by myself. But if you are a beginner and you want to start stand up paddleboarding, a, I recommend you see that guy, Wade. Stand up paddleboard with Wade. Just Google it. Or you probably don't even need an instructor if you have any type of um, athletic ability at all, and you have and you go with someone who's done it before. But the second recommendation is that you go at Marina, go to Marina del Rey or somewhere like it. I would highly recommend Marina del Rey because I went with my nephews who were super young at the time, my sister who's super unathletic, and. I hope she doesn't hear that, but, uh, and you know, we were out there for hours. No one fell in. And then they had a really convenient, I don't recall the name of the company, but you know, they have a, a place you can rent a parking lot right there. They have a place you can rent the paddle boards right there. So it's super convenient. Um, and that, but I haven't done it in a few years for some reason. I just haven't done it even though I love it. So this year, 2019 bucket list, number seven is stand up paddle boarding in Marina del Rey. 
Okay, number eight on my summer 2019 bucket list is to go to a water park. Um, either Soak City or Raging Waters. Now, Soak City is in Buena Park, and it's uh, it's called Not Soak City, so it's actually part of Knott's Berry Farm, I believe, or it's right next to it. Um, I've never been to that one, but from all my research and what I've seen and heard, there's really two that you can choose from. And I can vouch for the second one because I've been to that one, and that is um, Raging Waters in San Dimas. That's the opposite way. That's like super far east, I believe. Um, but yeah, I've been to that one. I've only been once. I had a great time. And it's been one of those things that I've always wanted to go back to. And well, part of the reason is that my son is younger. Now now he's getting old enough where he can do this stuff. Now he's six. So now I can take him to one of these places and it's not a complete waste of money. Um, but anyway, I love water parks. I actually like water parks better than I like amusement parks. Uh, rides, you know, I like them better than roller coasters. So I'm going to go to one of the two. I'll probably go to Not Soak City because I've already been to Raging Waters. A couple tips on Raging Waters. Uh, it was awesome. I had a great time there. But um, the food is really bad, unless they changed it from when I was there. But it was so bad. So what we did was we brought a, we brought food in a cooler and put it in the trunk. And they allow you to come back in and out. And they actually even have a picnic table, which is really nice. Picnic tables right by the entrance. So so we just grabbed our food, ate at the picnic table, and then came back into the park. Another tip on that is kind of a tip I have for any amusement park in Southern California, which is um, go on the best rides first. Get there early. As soon as they open, go on the best rides first and get those out of the way. And from what I recall, we went a hot summer day and you know, I waited just a few minutes in line for these most popular rides, but later in the afternoon, they were impossible to get on, and I had already had my fill of them, you know, in the morning. I just went a bunch of times. All right, so that was number eight for my summer 2019 bucket list. And uh, number nine uh, is the L.A. or O.C. Fair. So this is another big Southern California tradition is the county fairs. The, there's the LA one and then there's the OC one, Orange County one. The LA one is, um, actually the OC one is first. The OC one is usually July, mid-July to mid-August, about a month. They're both about a month. But anyway, the OC fair one is first. And I think it's July 12th or something like that. And then the LA one, LA fair is in late August, like the August 30th. And I think it runs to almost the last second to last week of September. So both of them are good. I I don't, I, I know I've been to both. Um, I went to the LA Fair was the last one I went to, but you know, it's been a few years and they're a lot of fun, you know, and it's like, uh, you don't spend a ton of money. It's not like going to Disneyland where you spend 150 just to get your foot in the door for one person. And you, you go on all these crazy old school rides that are probably death traps, but it's a lot of fun. You don't have to go on all of them. And, uh, you know, they've got the carnival games and they've got the crazy food. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to go to one of them this year, probably OC Fair, because I recall being at the L.A. County Fair last. But um, that's number nine on my summer 2019 bucket list. And number 10, the final thing that I wrote in my calendar for summer 2019 is summer outdoor concerts. So much like the movie 
the outdoor movies that they have every summer. Summer concerts go nuts in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, just free live music, any type of music you can think of. There's dozens of concerts every weekend and sometimes even during the week. And they're all over the place. They're in the valley, they're downtown, they're in Hollywood, they're, they're everywhere. So here's a few of my favorites. Um, one I used to go to because I used to live in this area is the LACMA one, the Friday Night Jazz at LACMA. It's one of the best um, outdoor concerts out there. It's a little more intimate, you know, it's not as big as some of these other ones, but it's amazing because, you know, you've got the urban lights there. You've got really talented musicians. Uh, most people bring a picnic and wine. Um, there's plenty of space for your kids to run around if you have kids. Um, if you don't want to bring your own wine, you can overspend and go to Royce Stark Bar. They have really expensive drinks, but really beautiful and, and good, uh, tasty drinks. And, uh, you know, the LACMA is just amazing. Uh, the LACMA at night, jazz is playing, drinking a glass of wine. There, there's nothing that says L.A. more than that. There's very few things that top that. So highly, highly recommend it. Here's another bonus hack for you. Um, the museum, the LACMA is free after 3 p.m. on weekdays. So you could go a little bit early and go check out the LACMA first because I think the concert normally starts at 5 or 6. And, you know, you definitely want to be there in time to get a good spot on the lawn. Um, but you could, go, you could also kill two birds with one stone, go see the LACMA for free. And another couple honorable mentions here, but like I said, there's way too many to mention. There's concerts everywhere. Um, there's Fig Fest at Fig and 7th. That's right in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. It's uh, right below the Ernst & Young building and across the street from the Intercontinental Hotel, you know, the, the tallest building in Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles. And they have concerts Friday nights, and then I think they they end that either, they end that pretty soon, but then they have like Sunday ones, so you'd have to look it up, but... Figget 7th Concerts, Hollywood and Highland, that big shopping complex in the heart of Hollywood, um, right by the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They have uh, free concerts there in the summer, um, a really good one, but I think this one starts a little later in the summer. This is also just a total L.A. thing, is the Twilight Concerts at the Santa Monica Pier. So that's, like, amazing because you're, you know, the Santa Monica Pier at night, um, that... Uh, Ferris wheel all lit up, concert going on. You can hear the sounds of the ocean, and it's just amazing. So those are a few I would recommend, and I'm going to hit up a couple of those this year for my summer 2019 bucket list. And that's it. That's my 10 that I'm going to for sure hit in the next three months. And I'm going to go over them one more time really quickly. So number one is hike to the Hollywood sign, take a day trip to Catalina, Go to a Dodger game, preferably on a Friday night when they have the free fireworks. Have drinks on a rooftop bar, preferably in downtown Los Angeles, like Broken Shaker or Perch. Uh, spend a day at Paradise Cove in Malibu, where you can bring your own beer. Um, watch a movie uh, at one of these outdoor movie festivals, um, preferably at the Hollywood Cemetery, which I haven't done yet. Go stand up paddleboarding in Marina Del Rey. Go to a water park, either Soak City or Raging Waters. Number nine, go to the L.A. or Orange County Fair. And number 10, go to an outdoor concert. All right, so that's my summer 2019 bucket list. Of course, I'm going to be doing 
other things throughout the summer, but these are 10 things I wanted to write down that said, you know what, I'm not going to let another year go by where I don't do this because most of them, like I said, if not all of them, I've done before, but it's been a year or a couple years and they've kind of just, you know, filtered to the back of my mind for whatever reason. And I think that happens with a lot of people who've been in Los Angeles for a while. There's just so much to do that you um, forget about these classics. So that's why I wanted to make this episode. I want to encourage you to make your 2019 summer bucket list. Get out there and do all those epic LA things that you haven't done in a while or you haven't done at all. And if you want more information on these uh, on these uh, things that I post that I've talked about today, you want to go to our blog because uh, there I can get into a lot more detail, give you more hacks, and give you more suggestions. And that's lifehacksla.com. All right, everybody. It was another fun episode, and I look forward to seeing you next week. All right. Have a fun summer. Hey, LA Hacker. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Life Hacks LA. If you want to find more hacks to this amazing city we call Los Angeles, please go to lifehacksla.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. It really helps us out a lot. All right, this is Stefan signing out. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you.